Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing out there in the wide world of audio, audio, audio? (laughs) What's up, guys? You're now listening to the YFYI podcast, and I am your host, Sonny D. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast where you come to get your mind right, get your head right, get your motivation right, get your inspiration right, get your earn on and get your learn on when it comes to navigating YFYI, your first year in, or years, could put an S on that, say years, in the beauty industry. This is not about survival, this is about thrival. How are you? Thrival. Is thrival even a word? Hey, serious, thrival a word? I don't have any clue, Sonny. <laughs> Maybe she could help me out with that. I don't even know if thrival's a word, but I'll tell you what. If it isn't, we're about to make it one. Because it's definitely not about survival. It is about thrival. It is about getting the most out of your career. It's about setting yourself up for success. It's about building the business, the career that you envisioned when you embarked on this journey coming into the beauty industry. And the YFY podcast is your companion to go along with helping guide and navigate and negotiate whatever stumbling blocks or, as I like to call them, stepping stones you might encounter. They're not stumbling stones. They're stepping stones all about perspective. If you change the way you look at things, things you look at will change. So when I started looking at those stones as stepping stones versus stumbling stones, even going back and looking at the stones that were thrown in my path. In my past, my perspective in my past changed. And then fast forward, my perspective in my present changed. And fast forward even more, my perspective of the future changed. So when you're watching movies out there like, you know, Back to the Future and all that, Could you go back and change your perspective on your past? I believe you can without a time machine, without the DeLorean, if those of you that are listening are even old enough to know about a DeLorean that goes 88 miles per hour and you got the flex capacitor that's pumping one point whatever gigawatts and you set your clock in there to go back. You could go back to the future just take a look back, right, and look at things and think about how your your perspective could change. And that could change your perspective in the present and change your perspective of the coming future. So we talk about all those kinds of things in the YFY podcast. If you're a return listener, you get that. You know what it's about. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. Hopefully, you'll become a subscriber. Hopefully, you'll hit that subscribe button in the podcast app or if you're in the iTunes store. Or if you're not in the iTunes store, if you don't have an iPhone, if you're on the website, yfypodcast.com, you're listening, hopefully you're downloading every episode, you're leaving comments, you're engaging, you're giving, you know, what do you want to hear about, what kind of topics are you interested in, what would you like me to expand more on? If you saw, you know, a presentation, a live part of the YFY book tour, if I was at your school and spoke there recently, and you're reading through the book and you want to hear more about those topics, then that's where you can actively participate and let me know as I continue to craft and build and produce content for all the people in our YFYI community. 
And that's going to be our word, especially moving into 2018. We're building a YFYI community around like-minded people to hack the bob, the business of beauty, to get the most out of our journeys, because we're all on these journeys. You know, I wrote a book, YFYI, for me, really, to help kind of gather my thoughts in one place. So if that time machine does exist and I do get to go back in time, guess what? I'm going back and I'm bringing that book to me. I'm going to bring it to me to help me so I can further myself along. And if you got your copy and you're reading through that book, hopefully you're mining that book for the nuggets of gold that are in there. And thanks everyone who is uh, you know, reading the book and sharing their comments and things that they're picking up and things that they're learning and things that they're applying as they're going out there and working in, in the industry. So thanks for all the feedback. It's been awesome. I'm going to keep it coming. And if you have not gotten your swag, you need, I got these t-shirts. These you may have seen them on my Instagram. If you're on there at SunnyD1.0, check it out. You'll see the iHeart YFYI limited edition swag that I'm wearing at some of the presentations. They're not for sale. If you want one, it's easy to get one. All you need to do is write a review and leave a rating, preferably five-star Hint, hint. Uh, leave a rating, write a review on the podcast. It takes about 24 hours for that to post. Once it posts, I'll identify you, reach out, get your t-shirt size, and send the t-shirt on its way. And then when you get it, you can represent and you can take some selfies with it and post it and help continue to spread the message. What those ratings and those reviews do is they help the podcast become discoverable. They help move it around in the iTunes store. And our goal is to make the YFY podcast one of the best podcast, top podcast in the podcast store on iTunes. That's the goal. And you guys can help that happen. So I'd really appreciate that. If you would, do a little nice review, do a rating, and... Let me know as soon as it's posted. So on this episode, I wanted to swing in a little bit of a different direction. I've been, you know, doing a lot of reading and research and just kind of, you know, my normal, my normal expanding my, my mind and expanding my base of knowledge on the business front. And one book that I came across, you know, that I've, I've read a couple times, but it just fell back into my hands by chance. Uh, it happened to be in my line of sight and I was like, oh, look at this. Guess what? Guess who's Bizak? You know, and it's about a great company that's out there. You have may you may have heard of this company before, the Ritz Carlton Hotel Company. And the book is the new gold standard, five leadership principles for creating a legendary customer experience. Courtesy of the Ritz Carlton Hotel Company. And it's by the author's name, it's a best selling author, Joseph Michelli. I think that's how you pronounce it. Michelli. Is it Michelli? Michelli? M-I-C-H-E-L-L-I. He also wrote another book that I, I loved. I mean, I crushed it early in my building of my business when I started the Starbucks experience. And so he wrote this book, and as I was going through it, there was a few things that kind of jumped out, and I want to talk about those with you guys on the podcast today. I want you to be thinking about your favorite shopping experience when you went somewhere you've done business somewhere you've had an incredible experience 
I want you to be think think of like a business that you've dealt with in the past. And it could be, I mean, whether it's food, a restaurant, you know, whatever, whether it's a, it's a hotel, it's, you know, some kind of other retail or shopping experience, somewhere where you've done business with another business and you had just a great experience. Maybe I know I've had them. I mean, some that I think about that come to the top of mind, obviously Starbucks, they're constantly working on creating an awesome experience for their customers. The Apple store retail shopping and just the company in general it's always like a pleasure working with them there's some grocery store grocery stores out there that are do, doing a great job you know there's a Publix I mean Target's revamped I mean they went through their ups and downs and had some situations arise and you know they're trying to spin it and turn it back around since they had that data breach I don't know if you guys remember that they had a data breach a while back and that really threw their company into turmoil they were going to be expanding into Canada and then they nixed that plan and then they had to kind of revamp themselves because they were getting I mean they're up against it you know you're going against Walmart you're going against Amazon you know but their experience that they try to create in their stores we can find some some awesome stuff and some great prices but also some you know, the some more of the trends and different brands that they brought in to try to redo their experience. So I want you to be thinking, thinking about the experience. I don't want to touch on a few things. And I'm going to read a couple passages from the book here about the Ritz-Carlton. So this is um, in the beginning as as they're breaking it down and really getting into what the Ritz-Carlton is all about. And this, this part I'm going to read is the making of a legend. <clears throat> so what is at the essence of this iconic company? What is the Ritz-Carlton experience? While the answer reflects some variability based on the source you ask, there is a striking consistency of opinion. For Robert E. Watson... Managing Director of Pro Travel International Incorporated, the experience is characterized as service value. What sets Ritz Carlton apart is its service. Ritz Carlton partners with us in the travel industry to get the most for our client. If we don't perform the service together, if we don't get that little extra something for the client, if we don't come up with that nugget, that little bit of something new, what would a client need us for? People are spending a lot of money today, and they don't mind spending it, provided they get value for their dollar. In today's world, however, value doesn't always match price. The experience at Ritz-Carlton is true value for us as travel partners and for our clients. For community agency partner Colleen T. Brinkman, Chief Marketing Officer of the North Texas Food Bank, the Ritz-Carlton experience is like a Lexus. They set the standard in their industry. But through their volunteer efforts with us, I would say the experience is very personal, very real, and colorful. But above all else, respectful and gracious, even to the point of their ladies and gentlemen thanking us for providing them with the opportunity to participate in volunteer service. 
Ritz-Carlton general manager Tony Mira describes the Ritz-Carlton experience as a wow experience like no other. It's one that you walk in and you know. Whether you're a guest or an employee, that you are going to be treated like nowhere else in our industry. It's taking the genuine care and comfort of our guest to the highest level. That, to me, is a Ritz-Carlton experience. Maybe the best way to demonstrate the unique value proposition achieved by Ritz-Carlton is to offer an example from a family that happened upon empowered Ritz-Carlton staff. Natalie Salazar, age 12, was a champion figure skater who began noticing pain in her legs while preparing for a regional competition as a step toward the Olympics. While originally thinking it was joint inflammation, the condition was ultimately diagnosed as a type of cancer known as osteosarcoma. Her chemotherapy treatments were unsuccessful, and at age 13, Natalie was told she was going to die. Her biggest regret was that she would never be able to go to her high school prom. Natalie's 8th grade teacher, Mrs. Lewis, attended the same church as Laura Gutierrez, Area Director of Human Resources at the Ritz-Carlton, Dearborn, where Natalie's story was told. Laura and the ladies and gentlemen at Ritz-Carlton rushed into action. Laura described Natalie's special night. We hosted Natalie's prom in our ballroom, and it was attended by 18 classmates and seven of her championship ice skating team members. Our audiovisual technician was the disc jockey, our IT technician was the photographer, our banquet director provided security, and everyone pitched in to make this an extra special event. Our convention service team put pin lights up and laid a dance floor, and our business center put together a PowerPoint presentation with pictures of the kids from kindergarten to eighth grade, complete with some drawings Natalie's former kindergarten teacher had provided. Laura goes on to add that our team hosted a grand prom complete with Prince Charming, who guided her down the red carpet to Natalie's favorite song, Sweet Escapes. There she danced the night away with Prince Charming. What an emotional night for everyone. The best part was she smiled the entire night. She danced every dance. She ate all of her favorite foods, salami, cheese, and vegetables, and lots of ice cream. She limboed, hula-hooped, chicken-danced, hustled, and led the train around the room. Parents joined the celebration at 10.30 p.m., just before Prince Charming turned into a frog. The kids had so much fun, they didn't want the night to end. After a tearful goodbye, Princess Natalie was led to her waiting chariot for much-needed rest at home. She commented as she drove away, Tomorrow I'm off to the hospital for some tests. I can't wait to tell them all about this. And she did just that. According to Laura, the buzz around the hotel was incredible. We were making a difference in a child's life and in the lives of her parents and teachers who for one full year had worried about Natalie, supported her, and cared for her. Natalie's father said, 
We were immigrants to this country. We have no family here. When Natalie became ill, we didn't know what would we would do. But Natalie's teachers and friends and the staff at Ritz-Carlton became our family. Natalie's mother added, I've been blessed with so many friends, but I didn't know there were such wonderful and caring hearts as we, as we found with everyone at Ritz-Carlton. Natalie was only 13 when she lost her battle on Thursday, September 20, 2007. The seamstress at Ritz-Carlton who had made Natalie's prom dress also made the dress in which she was buried. In Natalie's honor, Laura and the staff of Ritz-Carlton commemorated what would have been Natalie's 14th birthday on October 22, 2007, complete with the cake Natalie had described to Laura the evening before her death. Laura continues to keep in touch with Natalie's parents. While many other companies support members of their community, the Ritz-Carlton culture of service routinely delivers caring such as that provided to Natalie's family. From my perspective, the Ritz-Carlton experience is reflected in leadership committed to unrelenting quality, respect for all that the company staff encounters, and oddly enough, also a great spirit of candor. As a, riddle, as a result of this candor, I have identified five core business principles that I will use to structure your behind-the-scenes examination of the company. This inside look reveals the ideals that fuel the consistency and greatness of this legendary organization. Each principle presented in the following chapters not only offers insight into service, hospitality, and creating a luxury lifestyle experience, but also provides opportunities to increase excellence in all aspects of business and personal life. Through dedicated adherence to these principles, everyone can elevate his or her business to the Ritz-Carlton Gold Standard. The new Gold Standard reflects both intuitive and counterintuitive aspects of leadership, which may be fairly easy to comprehend, yet far more difficult to master. It is my belief that constant and steadfast focus on these Ritz-Carlton principles will result in your developing and maintaining the new gold standard for your industry. Specifically, the principles are these. Define and refine. Number one. Number two, empower through trust. Number three, it's not about you. Number four, deliver wow. Number five, leave a lasting footprint. Pretty good stuff, huh, guys? So that passage there <clears throat> that's just in the beginning of the book, The New Gold Standard, I thought would be nice to kind of create a conversation around what kind of standard are you holding for yourself? What kind of standard are you holding for your company? Or what kind of standard is the company holding for you? 
know, in my company, we talk a lot about standards. We do assessments on a regular basis. We do a lot of really just pushing our team, pushing ourselves, pushing our business to be the best that it can possibly be. And that really starts with and, and is, you know, all the, I mean, it's all about, it starts with and it, it circulates around and it, it radiates from a position of like, you have to have like a standard. You have to set a standard. You have to maintain a standard. And when you think about delivering a, an experience, start there. Start with a standard. Establish what is going to be. And it's not even, I mean, if you think about it, like you have your business, right? But you also have your personal life. You also have your physical life, your physical well-being. You also have your business, your finance, your professional life, your spiritual life, your personal life. So when you think about these principles, define and refine that can apply to any area of your life. Empower through trust. That can apply to any area of your life. It's not about you. It's not about you. You know, that's a big one. Delivering wow. And then the fifth one, leaving a lasting footprint. And as you're getting ready to embark into your new year, you know, coming up on on 2018, it's right around the corner, you know, in about 20 days or so, as you're getting ready to embark on your new year, take a look at your standards. See where your standards are, if they're clear, if they're established, or if they need some fine-tuning or they need to be reestablished. What are, where have your standards maybe slipped? Where have they slipped over the past year? that you might need to revisit, you might need to like take a look at, take a closer look at. Because establishing that, those standards, establishing those standards, having a clear definition of what you're about, what your company's about, is going to be huge as you embark on this career path, as you embark on this journey to the mountaintop after the greatness that's in you, after the success that you deserve. you got to establish the standards. And I would totally, I mean, if you guys get a chance to check out this book, The New Gold Standard, I mean, it's great. I'm excited just going back through it again and, you know, and reading it. And, you know, because the first time I read it, you know, we're talking a few years back. You know, we have to, we have to revisit things because, you know, you can get a little comfortable. You can get a little lackadaisical in every area, in your business, in your personal life, in your, you know, in your your physical life. So sometimes you have to go back. You have to revisit. You have to readdress. You have to reestablish. And so it's great to go back and read some of that now, and it hits you in a totally new light. Just like if you, you know, read YFYI a year ago, and you go back and read it, even six months or a year later, it's going to hit you in a different light because you're going to be in a different place. So it's always nice to go back and, and do as a review almost, reading through some of the material again. 
So that's what I want to leave you with today, guys. Just think about what your standards are. Think about establishing, if you haven't already, establishing standards. What will you establish as the, the baseline for your performance? What the, You will not tolerate anything less than what? Fill in the blank. The standard that you must meet for your, for your financial situation, for your personal life. Think about in your relationships. I mean, do you have a standard? What won't you tolerate? What will you tolerate? Have you established that clearly? Your professional life, your business, whether you own the joint or you work in the joint, what is the standard that you're going to set? And get clear on those. Write them down. So when, as we approach this next year, 2018, you have your baselines in position. So I hope you guys enjoyed a little the little excerpt there from the new gold standard and you got some cool takeaways i'd love to hear about it i'd love to know what what it is that kind of stuck out to you that you're going to take and apply hopefully you're going to write down some standards hopefully this this podcast will inspire you to do that as you get ready to chart your next 6 months 12 months 18 months of your career and I just thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. You know, right now we're on the 7.15 a.m. experiment, the 7.15 a.m. project, where I'm releasing a podcast every day the rest of December at 7.15 a.m., which, which is a challenge in itself to constantly produce. It's not like the easiest thing ever, especially when I was struggling to make sure I was producing one podcast a week and now it's producing one podcast a day. But what am I doing? I'm setting a new standard for myself. I'm testing myself. I'm pushing myself. Same thing that I talk to you guys about and each and every podcast, you know, I'm working on these things and working myself through them. I am my own experiment. I am my own guinea pig. You know, so it's the same thing. It's stepping up, establishing a standard. So if you've been listening every day, my hat's off to you. Keep tuning in. Share the podcast with somebody. Share it. Share the link. Share a post. Keep your comments coming. Keep your engagement coming. I appreciate it. And remember, <clears throat> hit that subscribe button so you get a notification every time a new podcast is posted. You'll get a notification in the podcast store and make sure you leave a rating and a review for the podcast so you can get your free swag, your YFYI swag. It's pretty easy to do. I promise you. It's a couple of taps, a click, so this, so that. You write something awesome. You hit submit and you're done. 24 hours later, it takes about that long for it to post and you let me know. I'll identify you and I'll get your swag on its way. So we're going to continue to build community throughout the rest of this year into next year. So be a part of it. Be a part of the YFY movement. Make sure you share the podcast. And definitely give us a, a like on our Instagram at your first year in. You know, like a few of the pictures, engage with some of the content there. Let me know how it's looking. I'd appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you in a school or city soon 
at a live event, a live YFY event, a presentation, where you will laugh, you will cry, and you will think. And we'll have a ton of fun. So I look forward to seeing you guys out there when I'm on the road. I'll have some new dates for 2018 coming soon. Lots of cool things going on. And other than that, guys, I hope you guys are crushing it. Have an amazing rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your year. Look forward to having you tune in for the next episode of the YFY podcast. So definitely, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks for listening. And remember, the YFY podcast, it is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you soon.